0: To the news at morning mixtape it is friday november 10th and i'm your host cherenke Kalantharasa, reporting for met radio 1280 am in toronto and here are our top stories from today ontario is to ban the requirement of canadian work experience in job postings The website Omegle shuts down after abuse allegations on platforms. A candidate for the Republican election proposes the idea of building a wall beneath between the US and Canada. The Trudeau government reveals their plan to cut $500 million from their spendings. And then we will hear Samina Sultana with her segment, Turn the Page. So let's get into it. For our first headline, Ontario is to ban the requirement of Canadian work experience in job postings. The Labour Minister announced this Thursday about his plan for Ontario to be banning employers from requiring Canadian work experience. According to CBC News, Labour Minister David Piccini said that this would allow Ontario to be one of the first provinces to overcome this barrier in the job industry. Picini encouraged employers to give immigrants a chance and said that immigrants find it difficult to find jobs in Canada as a lot of jobs require Canadian work experience. CBC News spoke to Shanika Niwati, who had struggled to overcome barriers in order to land her management position in an HR department of a company as an immigrant. Newati said that she had, quote, managed to find a survival job at McDonald's during her first few years at Canada. She also said that no other company in the business field was willing to hire her despite her years of experience in the corporate world. The MPP of the NDP party, Dolly Begum, expressed her appreciation to the Labour Minister, but also addressed her concerns and said that she doesn't believe that this plan would entirely eliminate barriers. The MPP added on by saying that a major issue immigrants face is discrimination and judgment based on stereotypes the challenges will be introduced on the changes will be introduced on tuesday with other labor law changes for the second headline the website omegle shuts down after abuse allegations on platforms the closure of the app was announced on wednesday by the founder leaf k brooks Kay Brooks put out a statement on the website outlining the aims of the website when it was released. Some of these aims were to learn about different cultures and help build a sense of community while overcoming loneliness. Despite the aims, child predators were an alarming issue that arose from the launching of the website. In fact, Omegle struggled to stop child sexual abuse. According to NBC News, during 2021, the website was sued for having a, quote, defectively designed product as it allowed an 11-year-old to meet a man who sexually abused her. Children using social media platforms and missing children have increasingly had a positive correlation. For our third headline, a candidate for the Republican election proposes the idea of building a wall between the U.S. and Canada. On Wednesday night in Miami, Vivek Ramasami, one of the candidates for the Republican presidential debate, spoke about how the northern border does not get talked about that often. He later addressed the high amounts of phenodyl, followed by a statement saying, quote, don't just spill the wall, build both walls. According to CBC News, nearly two pounds of phenodyl was seized from the northern border this year. Scott Walter, who spoke about a wall with Canada in the 2016 campaign previously was ridiculed by many Republicans. However, Ramasamy continues to stand in fourth place in the national primary polls that are hypothetical. And for our final headline, the Trudeau government reveals their plan to cut $500 million from their spendings. The government announced the plan on Thursday and also said that the different departments will be feeling different effects. According to CBC News, this initiative does not include parliament agents and small organizations that have a budget of less than $25 million a year. However, there are some issues that are being faced with this. Organizations, including the Canadian Air Transport Security Authority and the National Capital Commission, have budgets that are greater than $25 million but are not on the list either. Finance Minister Chrystia Freeland said that these actions would add up to savings of $15.4 billion over the next four years. Out of all of the departments, the Department of National Defense will be losing the most money, which is $211 million out of the $500 million that are cut. That was it for the news for today, and now let's take a look at Samina Sultana's segment Turn the Page.
1: Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Happy October! You know what that means, don't you? A special holiday that takes place during the season. It's Canadian Library Month. A time libraries and library partners across Canada raise awareness of the valuable roles libraries play in the lives of Canadians. This year's theme is Libraries for Life. More than just a place to find books, Libraries promote cultural awareness, engage in the community, provide educational programs, support freedom of expression, and so much more. Take a stroll through the stacks, run your fingers along the spines, pick a book out at random, and unearth a story. On May 23, 1911, Patience and Fortitude were unveiled to the public named by Mayor Fiorio LaGuardia after the qualities he felt New Yorkers needed to get through the Great Depression. The two have stood proudly guarding the Bowarts Building at 5th Avenue and 42nd Street, except for one night when one of them went missing. The title of the book is Lost in the Library, a story of patience and fortitude. The author is Josh Funk. The illustrator is Stevie Lewis. Josh is a well-known author of children's books. He writes books for adults to read to children so that they fall in love with reading. This rhyming text tells the story of Fortitude's search for patience as he realizes his partner is no longer on his pedestal. This is the first story that stars the famous lions who guard the New York Public Library. We joined Fortitude taking us on a journey through iconic buildings throughout the New York Public Library, including Astor Hall, named after one of the founders of the library, and the Rose Reading Room. It's never too late to become a reader, to start enjoying books. Stories are everywhere. Start anytime and don't stop. The possibilities are endless. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check OverDrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at metradio. Thank you for listening.
0: Happy reading. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sharanki Kalaintharasa. Thanks for listening.